0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. The master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. been everyday to a blind man's mission yeah. looking to the sky for divine transmission yeah. that man's vision makes the blind man listen yeah. eyes on the prize this is blind damn fishing welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk podcast i'm your host rio sensei we are on episode 25 back with my co-host the antaku <laughs> i can't even keep a straight face was <laughs> <laughs> Before we started recording this episode, we 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 discovered some some shocking findings. Um um Mace, uh, everybody's favorite rapper the, slash former the pastor. Slash... Of all time. <laughs> right. So Mace Mace is signed to E1 music, which I guess in conjunction, at least according to Wikipedia and somewhere else I saw is with Ice Age Entertainment, which if you guys remember was uh, the label of the greatest rapper uh, from Houston, uh, Mike Jones. That was his label. I'm sorry, who? So... (laughs) (laughs) And and Mike Jones is doing commercials with lawyers and... Oh, man. Yeah. A lot. We spent like the last 20 minutes talking about
1: Ring Zone rappers. Right.
0: (laughs) And uh, I'll, I'll let you throw out your, your tour out there. This was so, your idea. And I I, I co signed this so wholeheartedly. We're only
1: like five, ten years away from these dudes coming back and doing just one gigantic ringtone tour. And it's going to be sponsored by Verizon or AT&T or maybe like Nokia. <laughs> but like, you just got to take it back. And like they perform inside like a flip phone. Like the stage is just one <laughs> giant flip phone. And it's gonna be headlined by either Soldier Boy, or who's it to do?
0: Uh, all right. So we're gonna have Soldier Boy. We're gonna have Hurricane Chris. Uh, we're gonna have the DJ Shop Boys.
1: DJ Webstar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> DJ Webstar. Um, ah, uh, who else? Some other people going on. But yeah, that era's coming yeah. back. We're bringing that. Yeah, and and not. I'm, I'm positive, and I mean this in all seriousness. I think people would go to that tour. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, but uh, yeah, Mace and Ice Age, and I don't, I don't know. Mike Jones is still a person in 2017.
1: As far as I know, he's not dead. Yo, we forgot Young (laughs) Dro.
0: He still puts out music. But I guess I guess he was he I guess you count him kind of sort of. Oh
1: shit! Who's the dude who did um, a Revit dance like he was on a motorcycle or some shit? Ah,
0: um, uh, um...
1: Boozy? Oh shit! Um, nope. Young Jock.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Jack. I Jack. think he still makes. What music. he make on like
1: music or some shit? Yeah,
0: pro... Nobody, Nobody probably, probably
1: cares. No. Like... <laughs> Does anybody <laughs> care ever really?
0: Right. But uh These yeah, guys knew so, what they were uh, doing. They did. They started something that you know. <laughs> so we might just do a whole podcast just reminiscing on, on the good times of uh I don't know. What whatever that era was, that's just crazy to even look back on that, to think like at one point in time, right? People like Young Jock and Mike Jones were like, they were that dude. Like uh, at one point, these of, guys were
1: out selling Jay-Z and <laughs> right. Kanye West. when it came to singles, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because, that is
1: like, how many of the people who actually like heard those songs, like actually heard like the entire songs, and just weren't listening to the ringtones? That hard. Uh... Like, do you Man. think somebody who who considered themselves a Mike Jones fan in, like, what was it, 2006, 7, 5, would, would be able to do one verse from, like, the Mike, um, from, what's it, Mr. Jones?
0: <laughs> I think the only verse any Mike Jones fan can recite is still uh, tipping. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> See, I,
1: See, and I remember
0: I, Mr. And King I have King. that. And I have that album. I have that album. And I and I can't. And I can't tell you. Uh, the only two songs I remember from that album were "Still Tipping. and then he did another song. Uh, God, he did a song with Big Mo. I cannot remember the name. I actually like that song though. But other than those two, yeah, I, I can't name you.
1: Sam, Mike Jones, master, master, master advertiser. Indeed, you knew his name, you knew his label, you...
0: and you knew his cell phone you number. knew
1: his cell phone number. Like this man was all about branding.
0: Hey, and I mean, if you but look he at made, it,
1: you know, he made his name and his. He made asking what his name was and his label the chorus for two of his biggest songs.
0: <laughs> and it worked for a good two years. <laughs> Before everybody just seemingly fell off the earth at the same time.
1: God, they just remember plies.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh man! All right, we'll we'll get to these fights because I could do a whole a whole episode of just and that might actually happen. Right. Oh, we oh, yeah, might
1: see two eleven.
0: You're right. <laughs> so yeah, and, and other more uh, relevant news. <laughs> Uh, UFC 211 went down on Saturday. Uh, as we've stated before this card happened, that this was probably on paper going to be one of the best cars this year. Um, and as the fights played out, I, I think for the most part, um, minus maybe a few mishaps and some, some, some little, little controversy here and there, that this card pretty much delivered. Um, I I saw yeah I, I did watch every fight including the Facebook or Fight Pass uh, prelims and there yeah there weren't any bad fights. <laughs>
1: whoa whoa whoa.
0: whoa. Oh. Okay, we all right, no, I lied. I, I, there I was. love him. I respect him. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll but get you, to it. Oh, you
1: know we have to call him out uh, on this. On uh, his cruising.
0: Yeah. We'll get a to it. All right, they can't uh,
1: fight hard, man. I'm just saying.
0: Right. There was like one bad fight, but overall, he knows overall, who
1: he is and what he did. Oh
0: yeah, because we promoted him
1: he, he, for free. I, I think he I did ask. just to spite us.
0: Yeah, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. But other than his mishap, uh, the rest of this card was was uh, great. Just top the top The top rest top, of not a bad fight. Yeah. Um. So I guess we will just start at the top. Um, this was a prediction I got very wrong. Uh, <laughs> heavyweight champ Stipe Miocic, uh defended his belt against Junior Dos Santos, and what was a rematch from a pretty epic first fight. Um, this fight did not go much like the first; it didn't did not take four rounds or five however I mean, long.
1: More to the first fight in, a, in that. Besides JDS basically getting yeah you know, I don't know taking a rocket punch to the face, like it went exactly like the first round the first fight did except like JDS except took...
0: didn't get back up
1: exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Steep say uh... that
1: ESPN in the background is replaying that punch from um, when Odor punched Batista in uh, in uh, the Texas uh, Blue Jays game so. <laughs> I think that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, that Stipe's the but man, man. I, like,
1: I made this observation after the fight, but Stipe's like a competent decision maker in a division where everybody else is just kind of just dumb, just does dumb shit. Like from <laughs> Kane having Joe Grasso, Grasso as his, tra- his strength and condition coach, despite the fact that the man is obviously bat shit insane um Alistair Overeem just
0: being overeem
1: having his like <laughs> one, uh, his brain fart that is like i think contractually obligated once a fight
0: <laughs>
1: um what's his name JDS who just can't seem to keep his back off the cage no matter what Fabricio Doom who just seems to find a way to lose a fight in the most spectacular, like, in, I don't want to say embarrassing, but, like, kinda embarrassing way possible.
0: No, no, I think that's the big KO. Yeah, I think embarrassing might be the That's well, a good uh, word.
1: Think of that like Redoom has lost, like, the Stipe fight by, you know, running face-first into his fist. He lost the Overeem fight basically because he wanted to butt-scoot. And then he lost the, um, the JDS fight. Like, there wasn't. I I get that he wasn't a very good striker, but that that's not an uppercut that should land. You know, like a guy should not be able to wind up like that and jump at you without like a jab or a hook or any type of lead punch and just land that on you. So like that's why that that's why I was trying to be a little nicer with the embarrassing, but that's kind of embarrassing too. So like. These guys make very poor decisions, and Stipe doesn't. And that's why Stipe's champion and knocking them off.
0: Right. Like, and he put a lot of pressure on him. He did not yeah, let him breathe. He got like I felt like there was no fear coming into this fight at all.
1: Operating like another fucking plane right now, like five straight knockout victories. The last four coming in the first round. He's not knocking out like he's. Not, like, the last five guys he's knocked out have all been, like, top 15 heavyweights all time.
0: Right. Like, yeah. JBS
1: and Redoom are probably, like, top four or five on resume. Like.
0: And he steamrolled. Like, these fights weren't close. I mean, all right, the Overeem fight, I guess you could say, was kind of close because he did get rocked, yes. but... According to Overeem, he tapped out. <laughs> 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 that that fight, you know, had his moments, but yeah, like other than that, he's just been steamrolling people. Yeah. Like,
1: like before this fight, the a big question of mine is how much is of uh, Stepe's run has been like guys just being old, decrepit, and just bad decision makers. Like Overeem had the fight in his hand, gave it up to go like to drop down for a guillotine. As opposed to like pound him out, that might be because Overeem has like gas trying to ground and pound dudes out before. But still, like you don't want the D one wrestler on top of you as, as you drop for a guillotine. Then you got Verdoom who runs you know face first into a punch. Andre Orofsky, who's kind of got who I, don't, I I I I never thought Orofsky has like a glass chin so much as he just has a normal human chin. And then Mark Hunt who. Despite all his improvements, is still the guy, is still a still guy who if you take down probably isn't going to get back up very easily. Especially if you're way bigger, way bigger and have way more um grappling credentials. So, like this fight just proves to me that it's not just everybody else fucking up, it's that Stipe is capitalizing on these fuck-ups because he's a masterful fighter. Uh,
0: I think it was just a good mix of pressure, not letting JDS breathe. JDS not doing himself any favors with the back on the cage which right. just I don't and I praised him in the Rothwell fight because he managed not to do that in that fight. Like he was he was consciously circling out every time like he felt the well, cage he, was he, there. Uh, and
1: the is, like there were some of my favorite MMA analysts uh Patrick Wyman and Conor Rebus they pointed this out too in the Ben Rothwell fight that like oh when he did like he he wasn't backing up as much he was like he cutting pivoting all that other good stuff. I, I if you go back and watch the first round of that fight, Rothwell was landing and like putting JDS on the cage, and like like landing with the big overhand right and like JDS would be planted on the cage for a hot second, but he would touch and get off. He was doing that here, too. It's just that when he got, like, when uh, what Steve A does so much better than Ben Rothwell is that, um, like, JDS kind of has, like, a Uriah Hall thing where, where he's circling. He's just kind of there to be hit. And Steve A would not let him go away, even if that meant, like, throwing, like, an ugly hook. That might have put him in a bad position to get hit if it missed. But he was landing him, so it was okay, and he landed with power, and obviously like, hurt. So, like, at no point did JDS actually have room to breathe like he did in the Rothwell fight. Right. And one of the things I found funny is, because I watched the fight like five times, Steve A. didn't really start putting the pressure on until JDS leg kicked him a couple times. And it just seemed pretty clear that like, Steve A. was fighting on like half a leg.
0: I, I thought it was good that he was doing that because we don't see JDS throw uh,
1: yeah, yeah, but
0: leg. At I mean, the same time, yeah, you not
1: leg kicks, you can't be moving straight back because one, you're going to tie yourself out like that. And two, you, you you're going to run out of space.
0: Right. Which he definitely... He definitely, he definitely so all, ran out of. All he did of. was
1: force Stipe to fight more aggressive. Because Stipe realized, oh, if he's going to throw leg kicks, I have to be all the way inside, and I have to put it out now because those two hurt. And you can see his legs lock up. Like, there's a point where um he throws like, this really ugly combination from Southpaw... And it's because his, left, his back leg um, locked up. It was the one that JDS was kicking. And he was like a good like three feet away from JDS as he was circling away, he was still throwing bunches. Just because he, his leg was just messed up. He wasn't able to put things together and move with them.
0: Yeah, when he did finally put it oh, together, yeah. it felt like... This, this was only... Yeah, this was first round, right? Yeah, this... This fight felt like a blur watching it. Like it's all
1: <laughs> oh, Stepe's fights.
0: Yeah, it just, it just happened so fast. Like the and fight
1: then, doesn't have a chance to play fight. out.
0: Yeah, but I guess that's to Stepe's testament. Like you said, you make uh, you make a mistake, and that's that's it. That's that's well, all it, it takes. Been, like mistakes, they like,
1: gigantic glaring holes in their, uh, his opponent's defense.
0: Almost. I can't say this is the case for Junior. I still think, I don't think people realize like how athletic Stipe yeah. is. Like, I don't like to walk in thinking that, I don't know, that they can just get away with some of these lapses and like, he's just not, like, this isn't the same dude that lost to Stefan yeah. Struve. <laughs> like, he, he's not that guy anymore. And I didn't know this, that, so if, if hypothetically speaking, I think if he wins his next defense, is that that's beating the heavyweight yep. record? And that's, yeah, that's three? three.
1: The heavyweight title has been uh, basically just a giant game of like hot potato. Yeah. So he's currently tied right, with so- uh, Tim Sylvia, Randy Couture, Cain Velasquez, and Brock Lesnar. So that, t- that tells you a lot.
0: So, I would say, all right, hy- hypothetically speaking, the fight that I want to see is Stipe versus Kane.
1: That's the fight everybody wants
0: so, to see. So, yeah. If Stipe beats Kane, is 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 Stipe the GOAT?
1: He is the best Mon- UFC heavyweight champion. Like, believe me, he's in there. I said, <clears throat> his current run of heavyweights has just been amazing. It's still like five. You know, and, like, J.D.S. Yeah. has five. He has the record and see, like, how many like, greats does he have on his record.
0: As, yeah, he came out the gate on, He has
1: like, Mir, he has uh, Velasquez, he has Carwin, like, not but, like, he has Crocop, he has Verdum, he has um, Hunt, I still, so, so, like, there's still room to go, but, like,
0: He's closing the gap. He's closing
1: the gap with every fight. MMA has not been around long enough, and the top guys fight each other too often, even in these WME times. That where if you put a solid run together in some of these divisions, like you get your name up there really quick. Why lightweight seems to have this like ever-changing rotation of top five guys because you have Pettis who goes like a six-fight run where he fights like six top ten lightweights and they're all really good, and he just decimates them in, like, a round. And all of a sudden, he's an all-time, like, great lightweight, you know?
0: Whew. Man. What? I don't know how, who beats Cepa at this point. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean... Like,
1: healthy Kane, yes. Kane who has to take, who has to use cannabis to fucking train because it's too painful to stand up. Like, how do I pick him in that fight?
0: Yeah, and I know that along the line or down the line, I, I'm I'm hoping if he pans out that Ngannou will make his way up there, but that's still at this point kind of yeah. far off. And even if even if he were to make it up there, like Ngannou's definitely a a freak of nature, like athletically af- athletically, but I don't think at, just being athletic isn't going to be enough to beat a dude yeah. like A. And I, I like,
1: want to point out that like Engano does have like a very good boxing game for a guy who's been fighting for four and a half years. But he's still a guy who's been fighting for four and a half years. Right. Like, like, like seriously, five years ago this man did not know what MMA was. And he just showed up at that gym one day, was really big and had like, it was kind of in shape and the guy was like, I'll pay you to be big and come punch things in the gym. Like,
0: and now he does yeah, it really then, well. Now he's
1: not <laughs> yeah. former UFC heavyweight champions.
0: Yeah, literally lifting them airborne. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, that's going to be a great fight one day. But I, I yeah. hope it's not next. I know people really want to take like, a new face. Or, you know, they want
0: to... Yeah, I, yeah, and the thing is, I don't want to rush him to the top and then he but, gets decimated. Yeah, and, it's, not like, and...
1: it's not like I'm against a Verdum or Overeem rematch. I am 100% against a Mark Hunt rematch. But Mark Hunt has yeah, um, Derek Lewis next. And if Derek Lewis gets past Mark Hunt, I wouldn't be mad if they do that. If it's like on... Fuck, i paid pay for a Derek Lewis fight. Derek Lewis is awesome. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not against any of those fights except the Hunt fight. So I, I'm okay with Stipe taking another fight or two in the interim between and Gano seeing if he's the real deal or not. Because there's no need for him to fight Stipe right now because he he is essentially the future of the division if only because he has no lumps and he's relatively young his team is relatively young like the guy who's only had tough fights in his whole career like 34 but like 34 it's like 24
0: 34 and heavyweight you still got some years left
1: you're you're 28
0: (laughs) right basically
1: He's entering his prime. Like, that right hand that he landed in this fight to end it, that was the best right hand I've ever seen him throw. Like, it was fast, it was powerful, it was accurate as shit. Like,
0: and that right hand takes out probably most of that and, division. Took out doom Unless you're Roy Nelson and you just have a chin made of animanium. Yeah. But,
1: like, where did this power come from? Like this is a guy MMA fans were making fun of in the hunt fight because he couldn't put him away despite beating his ass for four and a half rounds. And they were like, Oh, he's not hitting that hard, so the ref should just let it keep going. I think that was probably because people really love Hunt, but still. And then all of a sudden he's knocking dudes out, like those who made, I don't, yeah. Besides um, he's oh.
0: Yeah. Never been yeah,
1: as that over fight, but
0: I was there. Wherever it came from, it is there. <laughs> it's, it's it's very real. Where does uh Where does Junior go from here?
1: I mean, back into the heavyweight meat grinder, basically. Like, what, really bad for Junior?
0: Yeah, because I I honestly like as a huge Junior fan. Like my first thought, well, right after that, I just wanted to cry, but after that, it's like. Do you real, I don't realistically see him. I mean, the thing is with heavyweight, you just never know because that division is so, like you said, it's, it's been a hot potato I for absolutely. forever. This, anybody can knock anybody out. We know
1: Junior like, back, and he's like back and wins the title and defends it like three times, like four years from now.
0: Yeah, see, and that's what I was just thinking. I was like, dude, can, do I realistically see Junior winning a belt again? And I, I just, I don't. I don't think I do. Yeah, I think he comes back. Of course, he can still take some heads off. He's still JDS. I'm not gonna let a knockout loss sway my opinion of him. But yeah, I, I just I don't I don't know if he's that that guy anymore. Yeah. But
1: like trading wins and losses since like 2012, and like there are no easy fights for him in the top like five, seven of that division. Like uh, Rothwell is probably the last easy fight he's going to. In terms of like guys who hang with him like Speed and Six Feet, because Overeem has proven that he's not going to fall into that game. We've seen him fight Cain Velasquez, and I don't think anybody wants to see that again.
0: Not so, at all. <laughs> there's
1: <laughs> not at all. the Verduum fight. If Verduum loses to Overeem or gets the rematch, that's the that's the only other
0: fight I do yeah. want to see. And I, I would love to see them fight again.
1: Boom has enough power like, in his hands to knock JDS out, but like, d- does that turn into like a slap fest where JDS just takes a bunch of punishment before the fight's over? But I, I don't know what makes for. JDS, like, I don't know if for any of these dudes really, it like if they all lose to Steep again, like, there's nobody new for them to fight, face. So Lewis and I guess Volkov
0: <laughs> For forget about him. Oh man. But I, I guess uh Black Beast and Engano, y'all are the gonna be the saviors. We are looking at y'all for new blood. But yeah, to be honest though, I, if if those fights were to happen tomorrow, I think Steve beats yeah. both of them. I think Ngannou can beat him a couple of years down the line, but yeah, as of right now, I don't think I pick Nganu over Stipe and Black Beast, I love him to death, but yeah, I don't, I don't think he beat Stipe either. Uh, beast either. But uh, Steep is the god right now, man. Dude is. is
1: like, the the division has been worse, but it's also had worse champions. Like Stipe is just fucking a beast. I, I thought like he was my 2016 player of the year, and it's it's yeah. nice to see that people. Like I I'm realizing that he's just he he is a savage in there.
0: Yeah, it's not a fluke. If you thought it was a fluke, <laughs> yeah, he's he's taking dudes heads off for real. But yeah, that was a uh, guess. That's pretty much it for the main event. Didn't last long. Anybody who wasn't familiar with Stipe
1: probably still isn't because he's pay for you probably, yeah. a bunch. I yeah, I hope he does yeah. like three fifty four four hundred thousand like something like that like. Steve, like Steven deserves to be like equally with the UFC pushes the so one he's knocking do he's who knocks out on the first round two he's a guy who gave up a professional baseball career or at least chasing a professional baseball per career to come play to come fight for a living and he's a firefighting paramedic like If this dude's name, like, I still think if, like, Stipe's name was, like, John Smith or something, he'd be, like, a big star. <laughs> right. Like, they, if they hear they probably think, you know, Vladimir Klitschko or
0: something. Right. But, like... But it's, like, he's he's a normal... He was, like, a blue-collar superhero, Yeah, basically. I don't think,
1: like, Stipe does well on, like, the talk show circuit. But you throw him on, like, a talking heads thing on, like, um... Shit, what's that ESPN show where, like, the, the dad and the son and, like, um, Monday Jones?
0: Oh, uh. You mean around no, the horn, dude? Yeah, nah. Not around the horn. Shit. I feel like I know what you're talking about, but I haven't watched that show in uh, a long you time. You
1: him on something, like, there where he gets to, like, interact with, like, guys and he gets to, like, be himself? He's talking about, like, any of those, like, sports, like, uh, radio shows and stuff like that. I think he'd be, like, the perfect dude for that. He's actually really funny. Right. He's just a really funny, chill dude if you, like, follow him on uh, Twitter.
0: But he'll probably never be promoted. <laughs> but.
1: <laughs> probably never be the type of guy the UFC can't promote. Is, I think it's a better right. way to put Because yeah. they're into self-promoters they're, and they're into the loud ones, I should say.
0: But, yeah, that's, uh, that was the main event. Steve the chant probably will be for a long time. We, we say barring, uh,
1: heavyweight curse is real, bro. Right.
0: He
1: goes out there his next <laughs> fight it just happens to be against F.S. Struve. and knocks him out again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Struve got to get past Volkov though. We got, we got to see that yeah, fight first. You know,
1: was supposed to fight JDS.
0: Oh my god. That would have been uh, interesting.
1: But he got. He, he he was supposed to fight him in February, but he had to pull out because of a shoulder injury.
0: Hmm. Would have been crazy if he would have found a way to win that yeah,
1: fight. Was, hey, with JDS Chin finally suffering like knockouts now, maybe he would have found that Chin in the second round. Man. Nah. Like he is a want to do.
0: <laughs> but violent, uh, violent main event. Um, this uh, this co-main event also very violent, also very one-sided, also A Masterclass class uh, um,
1: kickboxing yeah.
0: MMA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check uh defended her belt for this the fifth fifth? fifth time against Jessica Andrade. This fight did not go. The way I envisioned Maybe. at all, I'm I'm not I can't say I'm surprised by how it went. I think I just thought Andraj would have just landed more, like she would have made it a bit more competitive than what it was. But this pretty much for the most part was a one sided Muay Thai slash kickboxing clinic for five yeah. rounds. Just she reminded me I, I would have, I need to go back and watch some of her older fights, but. In this fight, she reminded me of, like, Aldo, almost. Super pinpoint accuracy. Don't, don't, not wasting any throws. Killed Andrade with the jab. Combinations everywhere. As much as Andrade pushed forward, she couldn't really land or get any kind of offense going. In the corner, her couldn't
1: Having to, like, dive in down the leg or something.
0: Right. Like, everything that Andrade... Tried or, or I say tried everything she did against Angela Hill. Like, did none of that worked in this fight, like yeah. at all. She, I didn't realize how big the um the reach difference was either until like they actually fought. Because it, it seemed like Young Jeyshak had a pretty big reach yeah, advantage that she definitely utilized.
1: Five seven. Andrade's like five one. So it's like because yeah, she a few Rex arm so.
0: Right, because she was stinging Undraj with that jab a lot, <laughs> and just yeah, it was this was it was beautiful to watch though. Is I, I was hoping the fight would have been a bit more competitive, but I just think for Young Jaycheck, this is this was um like aside from getting a finish, it doesn't get more perfect than this. Like this was a definitive.
1: I mean, she you has know, that she had that egg growing out of her head, but other than that, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, nah. that was just picture yeah. perfect.
1: That punch that Andraj landed in the first round, um, I like that's the punch I thought would eventually like would catch Jan J, J check off guard and like that would lead to the finishing sequence where Andraj was like grab a guillotine or something. But it landed up <clears throat> it landed up on the forehead, and it was really the only punch Andraj landed in the whole fight. Like the only one was like consequences, I should say, because, uh, I, um, um, yeah, Jen Jacek, uh just assaulted her with every, with her entire arsenal, the jab, especially the low kick, because I can't remember the stat, but like I think she landed something like seventy plus low kicks.
0: I say, speaking of uh, strikes, then she broke her own record, yeah, well, I believe, of total strikes landed. <laughs> total strikes landed. It was two two twenty five, I think, and her former record, I think, was yes. two twenty.
1: And just think, think about that. Her, her, she landed two hundred and twenty five significant strikes. Like seventy of them were leg kicks. Like all the head kicks, the switch kicks to the head. Everything. Like, yeah, it was just a master class. Juan and Jake Check is top two, three strikers in the UFC.
0: See. Regardless yeah. of gender. <laughs> Regardless of gender. Female
1: fighter of all time. That, that Ronda Winter fights quick and easy and whatever, but like.
0: Not with this kind of skill set and I, I think you could argue not not even the skill set i i would even go as far as to say maybe like level of competition um, if you look i think they're close i will go i will I go think with they're close. Level
1: of competition like in terms of athleticism and like technical prowess right like, yeah yeah that's true. not not in terms yeah. of like um accomplishment cuz yeah
0: you
1: know, yeah misha Tate is one of the top 5 female fighters of all time yeah, yeah. but like when you get to your Alexis Davises and your, um, your Sarah Kaufmans, I don't see them as more technically or athletically um, efficient as, like, a Kawhi Gadelia or Josh.
0: All right.
1: Like a Carlos Farza like... Joanna is fighting a diverse array of characters who are athletically maybe not as, you know... As good as she is athletically, but like these are, these are, they're fighters. not far
0: off, right? Yeah,
1: are people who have done a martial art well, because Andras, who is just like a freak athlete, these are people who have done martial arts their entire lives. They they, they, are, they are not hobbyists who got into the sport. Like Carla Sparza has been wrestling since she was, um, either a teen or like a child, and Claudia G- Godetta has been. Doing martial arts since like, she was a five year old abs,
0: and she's beaten all of these mo most of them considerably. Um, like decisively. Yes.
1: And
0: it, this run hasn't had a lot of close fights, minus the the second um, well or well, the uh, Godella fights, but like yeah. Other than that, she soundly just ran through everybody. It,
1: See things getting any harder the, until Justin Drage gets with somebody like um,
0: Bro, like. yeah, and like, that, and yeah, that's what I was thinking actually. Like right after this fight, it's like after you decimate somebody like this, who who's next? Yeah. Who even next down the line, like not named gadelia r- really realistically poses a threat?
1: No, who's poses a threat? Than any of these other women, really to like Penay I mean, in the way that, like, oh, she's, oh, she's a solid. She's a way more um, advanced striker from range than Penne, but at the same time, she's not going to be uh, uh, a check from range. She might be in like a scramble or something, but we just saw Picadela, a woman who has like freakish farm strength because apparently that's where she got her strength from, like, working on her parents' farm. This woman above her head, I just slammed right her down. <laughs> she still got the... Like, she's, got she's right still got, no, she still got... She was even down. That's the thing. Like, she got to her knees, but, like, she... Andraj never got position. Like, she just popped up. It was just crazy, and... Maybe one of those one of those things like Rose is able to grab a leg and or grab a head or grab a neck or something and she gets a submission and she pulls out the upset, but it would still be like a wild thing that I don't think would be like, rep, like replicable. And yeah, like Young Jay J- is probably the next UFC two division champion. Wait.
0: Yeah, I about to say, yeah. When 125 comes, she's going up there. Um,
1: Valentina and... Shechenko moves down. And she moves down and, and again, uh, which I think Valentina would probably win um, for the fourth time. Um, I don't see anybody beating her. Like, Barb Hodge isn't beating her. Jennifer Jennifer Meyer <laughs> yeah. isn't beating her. Roxanne Montefiore isn't beating her. Andrea Lee isn't beating her. Like, and and, you, and this is yeah, a knock but, on those women. They're all, like, really good fighters, but, like...
0: And Jacek's on another, she's on another, just, stratosphere, right now. She's the best female yeah.
1: MMA's ever seen. She's probably the best wrestler. Right? Like, anti-grappler. Like, anti-grappler. MMA, like, in general, has never seen. Like, one of the best, like, alongside Aldo. I I, I don't know how anybody at 115 beats her. You have to make like, Andrade had the best chance because she had the skill set to take it to somewhere you wanna. Would, might have a disadvantage or might be vulnerable, and she. just too good at not getting in that position.
0: Alright. And she never even came, really, like, like I said, I mean, other than the. The knot she put on her head, but, like, that was the only slight moment of danger, like, that entire fight that she faced. And she got out of that pretty, I mean, all right, she got a mark on her, but after that, it was back to cruise, it was back to smooth sailing. It was back to just a clinic (laughs) of just (laughs) strikes from every, any strike you could think of, she threw and landed.
1: It was crazy. Um, Shouts to the Dallas crowd, by the way. Because in that type of like we've seen other crowds like kind of boo, where it's one side and it's pretty apparent that like one girl is just straight up better than the other, or one fighter's just straight up better than the other, and like the that the finish is probably not going to happen because the one fighter is just too fucking tough. But, like, they, right. you were in it. it's just watching you want to work.
0: I about to say I, I think like you just have to appreciate greatness at that point. Like you you can't you can't not appreciate what you're watching, seeing somebody perform like that. And like I I I like her because she's one of those champs that despite her whole having this reign for so long, like she's still going after it. She's not cruising in fights yeah. or you know, she's she's going for the kill time. I never time. get
1: the sense that like she's taking her foot off the path. Matter of fact she's freaking just pushing it down the accelerator. Like that good right. fight is just like if you ever want to see what like a champion looks like, that's the second Godella fight, where after two rounds of getting ragdolled and dropped and hurt and like beat up on the ground, like she just gets up like it's nothing and just pours it on her for three rounds.
0: We might be looking at the future, future women's goat. <laughs> she might be the women's goat already. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm About to say, yeah. If if not already, I, I'll say let her let her tie the record, Dude,
1: one and then away. yeah, hey, one the way Yep.
0: <laughs> Did you see Rose during that fight? No, she I didn't. Her
1: sitting next to um, I want to say Amanda Nunes and like Amanda. It was it was her Amanda Nunes, and oh my god. I should know it. Um, the answer off, duh. uh, them just sitting there and like, it's just Rose I not mean, is sitting there with like the most sourest look on her face
0: after the fight, like shit. How do I beat this woman? Yeah, I'm about to say if 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 you're a challenger, and you see that fight. You can't really. I get it. You're a fighter. You, you, you're confident I, in your skill set. Like, I can't... It's just like, yeah, yeah, but you gotta know, like, you're in for... a night gonna be climb here. Right,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: it's... it's. You're not gonna leave that fight unscathed whether you win or not. You're, you're gonna... <laughs> yeah, I would not feel comfortable having her on my fight schedule. That's, that's not a contract I feel comfortable I signing. That's yeah, but... Exactly, <laughs> but, yeah, man, Joanna check animal, just no other way to put it, just straight, just animal.
1: Another fighter, I hope finds an audience. I think it. I hope it's her. She hasn't been around that long. Second fight in the UFC was on the um the first JDS. A Stipe fight card.
0: Wow, that was second... only two, three years, two ago? years ago. Two and a half years ago.
1: one? She has fought so much since then; it, it makes it seem like longer. She fought three times in uh fifteen. She's fought three times. Well, she fought twice last year because um tough, and then she just fought this year. Nah. She... Partly because um, Andrade won another fight before she fought her.
0: Well, that yeah, I have nothing else to to say about that except uh, yeah, man, the the goat, <laughs> the goat man, just unbelievable, unbelievable performance, and uh, props to Andrade though she survived uh, despite seventy one leg kicks, she still kept pushing nice. forward. She didn't lose that fight due to lack of effort. but I'll say
1: I look forward to seeing what Joanna does at 125 when she doesn't have to cut so much weight. Right? Because we uh, think she's bad now. Like, whoo!
0: Might get. a woman <laughs> who
1: didn't cut to 115 until she got the UFC.
0: Mm.
1: Like, I'm I'm talking like um, freaking kickboxing Muay Thai career and now. Like she didn't, uh, she I think like after she knocked out Rosie Sexton and like Cage Warriors, she was like talking about how she would she couldn't she didn't want to do one fifteen because like she felt like it would take too much away from her. Oh, uh, look at her now.
0: Yep, killing it. So yeah, if you're one fifth uh, one fifteen pounder or one twenty five pounder for that matter,
1: you're a one fifteen pounder. The road, the road. She's praying that one twenty five opens up and she just moves up. All right. <laughs>
0: yeah. but uh yeah that 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 was our, our co-main so uh both both champions kept their belt intact definitively um this next fight which was pretty uh pretty interesting when the fight got announced also was an interesting fight to watch uh Jitsu god <laughs> damian maya uh taking on jorge masvidal um, ended up being a split decision. Who would you score the fight I for? I scored it two one for Maya. Yeah, I think I did the same. I think I gave Jorge was it round two? I'm pretty sure that was the round. Yeah, I think I gave Jorge round two and Maya one like, and three. Uh,
1: Jorge did more damage in round two and three, but um, like it was literally like the two thirty mark on in each round when Maya got the takedown. The first round I think he actually hurt Maya. Like the second one I think he was just like. Uh, the, not the first, the second round, I think he actually hurt them, like, second-guessing himself and things like, like that. Like, the third round, I feel like he, like, cruised a little bit more. Like, he landed, but he wasn't landing, like, in competition. He wasn't really hurting Maya. Well, I mean,
0: it... And Maya, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this before, The the chain wrestling. Like, he goes for a single, oh, I can't get the single, I'm just gonna go for something else. Like, he just doesn't he doesn't stop. Anytime you think you sprawled and you got out of danger, like you it's sprawl, not over. You sprawl, he
1: just gets under you and like just goes into half guard
0: and then sweeps you, like
1: right. And it did, like twice. It almost...
0: Yeah, and it's weird because I feel like like if any other fighter did that, I'd be like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> like you, that's not a good idea. But like when Maya does it, it just it works all the time. And yeah, kind of like you said. I, I guess you could say Jorge probably did deal out more damage, but Maya spent the majority of this fight pretty much in control in terms of just grappling. I think he spent like the whole first round on his back, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, he
1: spent the, the, and he then, spent like. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. You meant like yeah. Maya.
0: Most of the first round was just yeah. a backpack. <laughs> and they, then, yeah, I mean, Jorge did good the second round. I think he got off a few good kicks, but. Yeah, Maya just kept those takedowns, man. I think that was that's kind of just what Silva just chain takedowns constantly, going for the takedown, and then he, you know, he was fishing for submissions also. So it's not like he was just laying and praying; like he was being active.
1: Hey, watching just... Maya is like watching a really good like knockout guy, like knockout puncher. and that, like you just sit on the edge of your seat waiting for him to shoot, and it's just right. like this crazy sequence. As he try as he shoots, probably gets you down and then takes you back. Like he's it he does it so effortlessly. Like not the wrestling part, but that back taking part. Yeah,
0: but good good on Jorge though that he. Not a lot of people get taken down by Maya and you know live no, to dude, tell no, about it. it. <laughs> this is the
1: fight Maya's had.
0: That one seventy easily. Not, well,
1: Shields fight went well standing Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the I'll say the the toughest one that yeah. he won, yeah, easily. Cause he beat the crap out but, of the bitch and... right, <laughs> and he also destroyed Gunner and Condit. But yeah, Jorge didn't go out without a fight. But yeah, I think it just the grappling man is it's it's too much. It's it's too much. but you can just but,
1: engage like Jorge did a few times here. It, yeah, it's mind-boggling how you stop this man
0: my first thought after the fight he he goes to uh he goes up to dana through the cage and i'm pretty sure he was pointing asking for his title shot and i I can't help but think he deserves it but i bet you they're gonna find a way to pass him over.
1: on on the fs1 um pre-show dana's like the winner of this fight's gonna get a title shot after the fight, like in the I can't tell if it was like in the cage or like he was screaming, he was telling Maya it. He's like, Yeah, Maya's getting a title shot, whatever. Like he, he told I think he actually told Maya he was getting a title shot and then Maya repeated it back to like the crowd. Today he comes out and says, Well, Damian Maya just won this fight, but GSP's still making his comeback. <laughs> <laughs> so we we have to watch how this thing play out. I will say The fight I want to see most at 170 is Damian Maya versus George St. Pierre.
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't be mad if that fight happens, but the only thing that would kind of bother me is I wish that could have happened back when, like, GSP was still yeah. active. So, like, I, for GSP, that's a dangerous that's a dangerous comeback yeah. fight.
1: I, I, but, it might just turn into, like, a jab fest, because GSP has done that before right. with, like, dangerous grapplers, but... I don't think My, uh well I was gonna say I don't think Maya's is the type to be scared off by a uh GSP's jab. Uh, but um we we seen him shit the bed before in title fights. So I I, I, I don't know.
0: I mean I I guess for Maya, you fight G S P sucks you're not getting a title shot, but I'd imagine you probably get a pretty good payday. But well, so it's th- probably I think gonna be on the paper.
1: Um the Woodley fight that uh I will say I think he's getting the Woodley fight because I don't think GSP wants to fight Woodley because I think the main reason GSP took the Bisping fight is because Bisping is the less concussive fighter. Like I'm not saying I'm not trying to imply that GSP is like scared of Woodley or that like he thinks he can't beat him. is at his career where he realizes that. Like, brain damage is going to catch up with him at one point.
0: All right. And fighting Woodley might increase and speed up that, <laughs> that exactly. process.
1: The guy who's, He's blacked out. Like, he 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 has, like, memory lapses and it, like, terrifies him of that. Like, he's terrified of that. Yeah. So it makes sense, you know? Like, he wants to, he wants to fight... The guys, but he doesn't want to fight the guys who will... The, the idea that he was ever going to after, like, what he went through in the Hendricks fight, it was always insane to me. I would have loved to see it. I have seen it. Like, n- maybe not, like, na- like th- three years afterwards. Like, maybe, like, a one or two. But, but, yeah, Maya would be... If Maya were to fight Woodley, which I, I think GSP will just sit on the sidelines and be like, yeah, let him fight Woodley, and then I'll fight the winner of that fight. And he's going to hope that Maya wins... Even if I think Maya is probably the more 50 50 fight. If only because Maya can. I'd be worried what Maya can do on the ground. Yeah. More than I'd be worried what uh, Tyron Woodley's going to do on the feet. Because we've seen people
0: stump Tyron Woodley on the feet before. Pressure and Jeb. Yeah. A la Roy McDonald. Yep. <laughs> so uh,
1: like, I, I'd wow. be
0: curious.
1: So I, I would I'm not gonna be su- surprised if Maya gets a title shot next, despite the fact that WME and the I don't think Dana White has ever forgiven him really for um the <laughs> the
0: Anderson Silva debacle. Yeah.
1: So yeah. it, it'll be interesting.
0: We'll see. We'll see. He is, is definitely well deserved though. I hope he, get it. I hope he gets
1: it. Thirty nine year old comes and takes the UFC welterweight title. T- tell me this hey, man. That's, that's not fun. Right. And he happens to have losses to two active fighters who are not in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: man. Danny, Dan- get that man in his belt. Okay, g- give me him the shot, man. He's even putting okay, in the work.
1: I got rid of Roy McDonald. I'm just saying. Truth. He's fighting on Friday.
0: <laughs> For... That, oh, that's not a belt. I forgot. No, he's not a belt. But if he wins that fight, he'll be getting a title shot. So. Yep. But yeah, man, Masvidal, another grappling clinic by Maya. Uh, still good showing by Jorge for surviving. Still looking forward to seeing him back at 170. Pretty sure whoever he fights next, he's probably gonna take a lot of anger out on. So. Jorge Masvidal. Um, is, um
1: if all still it. around, if not, um, Jorge Masvidal versus uh. That shit, there's not a lot of people left. Uh, I know. Usman. Yeah, why not? Because <laughs> Gunnar Nelson is a fight. But, so, yeah.
0: Let's do it. I'm, I'm down for it. But, um, this next fight. Man. Oh, man.
1: We were so wrong.
0: Um, woof. Worry. <laughs> Frankie. The answer, Edgar, and Yair Rodriguez. Um, yeah, so the way I envisioned this fight in my head before it happened was that Yair would probably be able to work some good leg kicks in, and he might be able to just kind of frustrate Frankie, use his athleticism and size, and, you know, not that it would be an easy fight by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, he would get a 2-1 a, a decision, maybe a split decision, but, you know, he would just be very creative and, and maybe stifle Frankie a little bit. That is not at all what happened. <laughs> this fight reminded me a lot of what Frankie did to Cub. Um, Might have been a little worse. I knew Yair was in trouble pretty early in the fight when he tried to engage in the boxing. Like that very first exchange they had. And I was like, oh, no, don't. Don't box with Frankie. That's not going to end well yeah. with you. And Frankie does a masterful job of just... I feel like it doesn't matter your size. This dude just can close distance like I've never seen people do. Like, he just... And the way just when he got Yair down, like, the amount of pressure that he put on him. Like, Yair couldn't... I mean, I think in the second round, he, he went for the knee bar, but that was after, like, a scramble or something, I think. But, like, when Frankie was on top of him, it was just... It was nothing Yair could do, and it was just brutal ground and pound. I mean, in the first round, Yair's face looked like a horror movie, and yeah. then the second round was just the same thing. Just, and the sec, I think the second round was worse. He started landing elbows, and he opened up that thing. He had like not a hematoma, like but what that, was that a hematoma, a fucking cut, just, or just yeah, swollen shut. That was like the second worst I have ever seen. Yeah. That- that was that was bad just frankie great boxing transitioning to takedowns as always and then once he gets on top of you just brutal ground and pound so much pressure that you can't really get off in any kind of offense literally the only time frankie was in danger was the the one shot where Yair went for the knee bar and that only looked dangerous for like a split second and then frankie got out and then it was just back to business and yeah man he Frankie is still Frankie and he he sent the young up and comer back packing yeah, yeah. um he definitely sent you back to the drawing board yeah um, um
1: so my main one of the reasons I picked Frankie was I uh, not Frankie year was I didn't think Frankie had a quick uh, like the quick explosiveness anymore where he would be able to like close the distance on like a really lanky guy who's just having his feet in his face for the whole fight, and that Yair's defensive wrestling would be good enough to um like hold him at bay long enough for him to like get some offense off. It, no, no. Um, Frankie's still fast as shit, like, <laughs> and he's still a way more advanced technical wrestler than Yair is, and. Um, like, Gair's first loss, like, I always, it would kind of be, like, um, like Machida's first loss, basically, where, like, you have this guy, he has this, and a lot of people, like, are able to comprehend, but he loses that first fight in, like, spectacular fashion because, like, one guy was able to either figure him out or, you know, expose a gigantic hole in his game, and then, like, he would have to grow from that because people have figured him out. I don't want to say like Yair got figured out, especially not like in comparison to Michida who had to fight like top dudes on good because he was the champ, but um like I always figured that when Yair lost it would be he would lose by losing like flat on his falling flat on his face, you know. I right. I just didn't expect it here. So, um I like I think the UFC was really hope, hedging their bets on this one, hoping that, you know, Frankie losing would uh send him down to one thirty five and they'd have this huge, nice big well, not big, but like a star for guys like uh Kobe Cody Garbrandt, T J uh TJ Dillashaw, Dominic Cruz, Jimmy Rivera, uh who's that? Uh, uh Marlon Murray, not Mar- 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 Mar, he they're teammates, but like this guy for like Band on Ways to Fight and people care about because they know who Frankie Edgar is.
0: All right.
1: But all they did was, and, and and to build up, you know, this big Mexican star who they were taking out billboards for in L.A. and stuff. But all they managed to do was put um, a, a nice big L on uh, Yair Rodriguez's uh, UFC record.
0: Yeah. First, first loss by and, Dr. And, like, Stoppigen. here's the thing.
1: Like, there I... were other guys for Yair to fight. Like, Cub Swanson didn't have to fight Artem Obav.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, even want to get you right doesn't that... have
1: to be fighting the Korean zombie like, right these were dudes who I th- uh, probably would have been better fights for Yair I mean I don't know if he wins either one but they were way better fights than what was than Edgar and I get the Edgar decision like don't get me wrong he looked not great in the Jeremy Stevens fight um Yair uh managed to beat BJ quicker than needed, I guess. Um they were really banking on having a former champion on his record when he goes into a title fight with Aldo or Holloway. But it just didn't materialize. So back to the yeah. drawing board. Put all your money yep. on Brandon Moreno. And... <laughs> throw him in there with Joseph Benavides and see what happens.
0: See what happens. <laughs> Yeah man, yeah, yeah, that was but I think we, we stated this before also. Yaya is only what, yeah. twenty four?
1: No, no, he it will be a back, loss like the but is this a loss that like that's redeemable in the eyes of the public?
0: I don't know. I think MMA is a pretty forgiving
1: it, it's forgiving for the like us. Like we realize we we can contextualize this. Can like, the casual Mexican fan who bought this because there's a Pantera billboard in LA that, like, oh, there's this dude who throws spinning kicks, and he's from Mexico, like, me and my family, and, like, I bought this just specifically to see him, and it turns out, like, he gets run over by this dude who's, like, five inches shorter than him.
0: Like, I see. He gets mauled in this fight, but I think if he goes, like, the next two fights and he does spinning stuff again... He'll be right back on it. I mean, Frankie's just—he's Frankie, like, man. Get, like my thing is, you get
1: so many um, chances to make a first impression on like a really big stage. Yes. And yeah, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: That, I I don't know if this is, like I don't know if he's going to be the superstar like they they want him to be Canelo, and I'm not sure he's going to be Canelo. You know. I'm not sure he's yeah. ever going to be Canelo. Let's put first of all, but. This definitely does not help. Unless, right, unless doesn't help. Unless he's in the UFC for like another 10 years and he just goes and just starts savaging people.
0: Uh, we'll hopefully see. this fight puts like a and, fire
1: under his ass. Cause this, I think it will.
0: I, I I think it will. And better, I, I, like I always say this, better you take that L when you're younger than, you know, you, you get that tough loss out the way and you... You get to go back to the drawing board, take that out on somebody else, and just work your way back up. And maybe pray that Frankie goes to another division, and you don't <laughs> you don't have to go through that again. So, not to go on a no no. Oh, no but, go ahead and finish the, Finish the thought. I was gonna say not not to go on a side tangent because we still got a lot of fights to get to. But my first thought after this fight, I really I, I know it's never gonna happen, but I would love to see Frankie and Connor. I really want to see how that would play out. I think Probably never gonna happen, out. but. Yeah, then, but
1: I mean, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see like Edgar go in there and try to figure Connor out. But, but you know, I think connor I think catches that gen. I don't
0: know. I, I think Frankie. I think, I think Frankie does. I even say it looks like this fight. I don't know. It'll probably never happen. I probably shouldn't even think about it. But it was passing thought
1: of uh, Frankie Cody but, I'll tell you that right now.
0: Yeah. I'll say yeah. I mean, at forty-five, I mean, unless Holloway beats Aldo, because I think Frankie can beat Holloway, but I love Frankie, but I don't think he beats Aldo. Um, so yeah, I would love to see Frankie at thirty-five. Frankie Garbrandt, Frankie Dillashaw, Frankie anybody in that top five. Um, I'm, I'm all for it.
1: So I, I called. But uh, yeah, yours I like the second or third worst that I've ever. The, the third worst I've ever seen. So mm-hmm. JDS. After the King fights, obviously, you know, 1A, 1B. Or or I should say 2A, 2B, because the number one, I'm about to send you the picture. I wanted to tell you, I I, I wanted to see your immediate reaction.
0: Okay. Yep. Did you send it? Oh, hold on. I don't have the chat window open. Hold up. Okay, let's see what we got here. All right, look. Whoa! Oh man! I mean, at least he won, right? Oh! See <laughs> 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 the sadness <laughs> in Oh yeah! <laughs> I just saw Don King raising the hand. I was like, "Oh, I guess he won." Want... Oh my God! And it's not just his eye; like it, his nose is. Dude, like, His eye is
1: trying to leave his face.
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because I'm pretty sure this did not feel good. Is Who is Dennis this guy? Who is Leve...
1: this? Oh God, Dennis lebedev This is actually <sighs> known juicer Guillermo. Uh, was it Jones or James? Jones. Guillermo Jones.
0: I... It, Oh, I gotta click off this. This looks bad. I'm starting to, like, itch on my face now.
1: Oh, no. It was the most brutal fight I've ever seen. Oh, God. It was the most savage thing I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, Don King is looking like, bruh, you need this. <laughs> right, I <like> write now. <laughs> so if anybody wants to see oh.
1: the most... Uh, the most disgusting face, most disgusting post beatdown face. In the history of combat bad sports probably, uh, unless somebody has legitimately gotten like their chin knocked off. Like, go look up Dennis Lebedev, Guillermo James fight. I oh Guillermo Jones. I'm a fucking idiot. I
0: feel like my face is yeah, like I, itching. I, like I can't. I can't unsee that now. <laughs> oh God, that was. Oh, you know how something's nasty and you don't want to look at it, but you kind of you kind of keep looking at it. Like, oh man, that's not even that's an understatement. That is, oh yeah, that's bad. That's worse <laughs> than bad. When Don King looks at you like that, that's a problem. Don King like...
1: the man, and he looked at Dennis Lebedev like he saw the <laughs> devil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh this man! Fight,
1: so to, like, up. Oh my god! It's literally I, I like trying to. Yeah. It We're just bleeding.
0: Oh no, I'm not ready.
1: I, I kind of <laughs> you want to see it. my like, I Go side. Oh my god!
0: All right, let's send that real quick, and then we'll go oh on to the God. next one. Uh, I'll subject myself to one more. God, that is bad. Like, what? How do okay, all right, let's see this next one. Oh, man. You know what, though? I feel like the side picture, to me, doesn't look as bad. I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. Just I would never wish this on anybody. The is no longer – Right. Oh. He looks. He looks like he's about to transform into something like, else.
1: Yeah, he looks like a freaking Easter Island statue.
0: But he looks oh. like
1: gray. He looks like a gray alien.
0: This is why I would never want to fight professionally. I can't do that. That's that's not acceptable. You,
1: you, don't, you don't have the but, uh, spirit, bro.
0: That's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not about no, that he life at all. It took
1: 16 months to get back after that.
0: <laughs> Ugh. But, yeah, I went to the next fight. I don't want to remember that. That is, oh my God. Alright, so this next fight, um, uh, I don't even want to spend a lot of time on this, but we got to talk about him because we've hyped him up so much. and He
1: was exciting. Yeah, right. We say he was a superstar.
0: Yeah, Right, we did not he say that.
1: Probably did Thing busters because he was on the main card. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we 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 promoted his accolades, but we did not say they were we pretty to not. watch.
1: Those eighteen thousand uh, people knew that they were getting into when Branch was announced for this card.
0: Yeah. So, a uh, dual wielding goat, Dave Branch, uh, makes his UFC debut against Christoph Jocko Um, at one eighty five, to my dismay, I wanted to see him at two hundred five, but whatever. Um. Yeah, not a lot to say about this I fight. I don't remember uh, this, fight. <laughs> this fight was a lot of um, Dave Branch grappling. Dave Branch putting Jocko Jocko against the cage. Jocko complaining that he was being put against the cage instead of trying to reverse position. Um, not a lot of shots landed from what I can remember. I think I scored it two one Branch. I think I gave, I think I gave Branch one. I gave Jocko two, and I gave Branch three. But, yeah, not not a very... Out of all the fights on the card, this literally was the only fight that was not remotely exciting at all. Dave Branch eked out a split decision, but if you didn't know who Dave Branch was, this fight probably doesn't make you excited to see him again.
1: I mean, he, um, he, I, I'll give him his credit. He beat a top-ten opponent in his return to the UFC. But yeah. like, that's where the credit ends, and you just realize, oh, Dave Branch is probably going to get savaged in his <laughs> fight. Because they're gonna get do something dumb. Well not dumb. Yeah. They're gonna do something like give him I don't know. I was gonna say Chris Wyman, but he's a fight already. See Dave Branch should have been Chris yeah. Wyman's opponent. Like that should have been like the co main event for <gasps> the Long Island card. I let Chris Wyman rebuild himself. But no, let's give him Kelvin Gastelum. They could lose four in a row. <laughs> he hasn't
0: lost
1: four in a row. He's just he's been knocked out. And he's like, well, he hasn't lost four in a row. He's lost three in a row. He's been knocked out in all those, those fights.
0: Uh, Gastelum yeah. is not going to do him any favors. But but Branch, I mean, I mean yeah. I'll give it to him. His I do like the, like he he is a good a really good wrestler, very competent wrestler. But like it was like once he got Jaco on the ground, he didn't really do much. And like I said, a lot of the most The rest of this fight was just kind of clinching against the cage and Jocko complaining but not doing anything to change his position. So, yeah, not really a whole lot to talk about this fight. Uh,
1: But I'm uh, I'm still looking at it. Dave Branch or David Branch?
0: I think his his birth name is David, but I feel like everybody calls him Dave. Or maybe I just call him Dave. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like I've always referred to him as Dave Branch.
1: Like I remember, because the UFC roster cut thing on um, Twitter, where it's just like a bot that follows how the UFC cuts and signs fighters, had David Branch as being a uh, being cut from the UFC roster, but Dave Branch is being signed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um,
1: so I was very confused.
0: Um. Well. After this fight, his name is Dave. He has to earn his full name back. Yep. But uh, moving on to a much more exciting fight that, unfortunately, uh, didn't end the way I hoped. But uh, we got a round and a half of uh, pretty much what I thought was going to happen. Uh, Dustin Poirier taking on former lightweight champ Eddie Alvarez. Um Dustin looked really good in that first round.
1: He looked really good until basically the end of the fight.
0: Right. (laughs) Dustin in the first round, I don't know if Eddie was just tentative or Dustin was just beating him to the punch, but Dustin seemed to be a lot more active in the first. Eddie couldn't get much off. Dustin was landing a jab. land a lot more than a jab, actually. Uh, Um. He was picking Eddie (laughs) apart. yeah, he was he was giving Eddie the works the first round. Um second round, Eddie did come out on the second round a little a little more active. Um a little more willing to engage, but Dustin kind of quickly got back in control and it started to look like the first again and yeah, and I got to talk yeah, the sequence so Eddie threw I think a right uppercut and Dustin did this beautiful Perry that, like, reminded me of... trying to think of who I've seen done this. I feel like I've seen, like, Hopkins do this before. But he did a beautiful parry and, like, countered with a left. And it was kind of weird, because I felt like the hit didn't register right away. And then, like, <laughs> half a second later, Eddie realized, like, oh, snap, he floored me. And, like, you kind of see Eddie's whole body almost just give out. And then, yeah, Dustin just swarmed yeah. on him. And, but...
1: No, because... Uh, long story short, Eddie eventually fucking lands on Dustin.
0: And, like, Dustin
1: looks like he's about to be knocked out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it happens so fast in real time. And here's the
1: thing, like, Dustin was actually beat, like, literally beating on him. Like, for a a, a good minute, it looked like Eddie was about to be out on his feet. And then he just starts swinging. Like, no looking, like, you're just like no oh, shit given, just swinging like he was in a bar fight, and just connects.
0: I think he caught. I think it was a left. It was a really short left that landed, that I didn't even notice in real time. Because like in real time, you just see Dustin beating on him, and then Eddie swings back, but you don't really think he's landing. But apparently, it did land, and then Dustin just stops swinging for like a second, and then they switch positions, and then Eddie tees off and. Wild, just wild. That whole finishing sequence you see, was just.
1: This is this is why I was... picked Eddie to win this fight. Because Eddie can come back. I I I I think Eddie is like a, a way better fighter at just like not winning fights and then just all of a sudden winning them than Poirier. is. Right. I also figured that like Poirier wasn't going to be able to get Eddie out of there without having to go through a sequence where Eddie would have time to recover. He wasn't going to one-shot him or anything. His fight went almost according to plan until the very end.
0: And to be honest, had we not gotten this illegal knee, I think Eddie probably would have won that fight. Yeah. Yeah, the comeback was there. It was right there. And then we have the moment of hand on the ground. He throws a knee. And things. then, I think he yeah, threw
1: two with his hand it, on the ground.
0: Yeah, he threw so two. One, knees one that and... I
1: think either missed or skimmed or whatever. One that connected and that put like that put him on his uh, that put Poirier on his knees, and then one that just was blatantly illegal, and it, it, yeah. under any rules because technically speaking, the first two were illegal too. Like, Texas has not adapted the new unified rules, though I don't think they're unified anymore.
0: Yeah, I was say. Do you think that's a problem that like yeah, it yeah. seems right from state to state that like the rules Hell are yeah. just it's different?
1: The reason the UFC doesn't have soccer kicks when they go to Japan, like you want that uniform rule, you want the a uniform rule set so that things like this don't happen. Like where a soccer kick in Japan for like the lightweight title doesn't decide wouldn't be considered illegal if it was happening in California, you know? Right. It's unfair.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it ends in a controversial knee. A lot of chaos in the cage, and time to deliberate, and then uh, turns to a no contest. I think Poirier is appealing. Um, I thought, yeah, he's appealing to. I guess to make it a yes, DQ. He
1: gets his win. Um, he gets his win bonus.
0: I thought that was wild. That I mean, I get it. The fight ended in you know the way it did. But, like, I don't know. I feel like the performances by both of them was this, just. Like they should have gotten be there. A
1: headliner on Fox Sports 1 sometime in the fall. And right. it will be amazing. But.
0: It, I thought it was crazy that they didn't get there. I mean, I no, I feel like Dana should have thrown him a bone. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know that he didn't get his. Uh, they don't get the win money if it's a no contest. He I mean,
1: it didn't know that like, they're <laughs> going to give them money for not winning.
0: Yeah. Um, I, but, I guess. Um, I don't
1: know. Like, I, I saw some people give Dustin Poirier some grief for over, like, for going to, um, for like, saying for uh, ap- appealing for like the DQ. Like, dude, they're wimbo, and this is like half their fucking pay. Hey, like, right? Of course, he, I'd I'd go for the DQ if I thought I had a case, and, right. uh, and, and it's not like
0: he doesn't. I can see he didn't I have mean, a valid in, point, in, but in all, the need, like, clearly yeah, illegal. Have, that
1: was should have, that should have been the DQ, like. Like I love, I love it. I picked him to win this fight. It should have been
0: a DQ. And i I don't think Eddie's a dirty I
1: mean, fighter. I mean, dude, like at that point, like he has been beaten up.
0: <laughs> yeah, he. I think it was like heat of the moment. You know, it was just one of those unfortunate, just situations yeah. that it, time to time, unfortunately, yeah. it just happens, um, and you I, know. I
1: love, what Breen is hypothesizing that. Um, this is uh, Herb Dean's passive aggressive protests against all the states not having unified rules. Because <laughs> certain states, like my home state of New Jersey, Texas, Ohio, have kind of just broken off to do their own thing. The guy is no longer the president uh, of the ABC. So, you know. Herb.
0: Oh, man. Herb Dean, Her the mastermind.
1: <laughs> contest? I kind of like it. Like there's no contest, but at the same time, I kind of want Dustin Poirier to get his win bonus because I should have. Yeah. The DQ. He
0: earned it. He earned it. Revolutionary Herb Dean in the underground. If only we knew. <laughs> but, awesome <laughs> fight though. Right. Yeah, I, they definitely got to run this back. Got to run this back. And. I'm pretty sure the rematch will be just as violent as, as, as this one was. So he's
1: going to get punched in return. He's going to hit somebody really hard.
0: Right. I just hope it doesn't take him too long to activate. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, he <laughs> doesn't you know, turn on
1: until he gets hurt.
0: Right. Yeah. That's what makes an Eddie I, fight an I, I Eddie think fight, that's I the, guess.
1: Part of the reason why the Pettis and um, Melendez fights just went, went the way they did is because Eddie had. Like, there was no urgency from Eddie because he was never really hurt.
0: Right, it was. It was no opposition. He wasn't taking shots, so he didn't feel the need to to cut it on. But uh, great fight, nonetheless. Uh, I, I forgot we didn't mention that that was the headliner of the prelim, So Moving yeah, on. man. And I, I guess would, so just really um, quick,
1: I really love if um for like some of the uh, more loaded UFC cards where like they have two title fights that are really interesting and some contender fights that are you know that have some implications, but maybe doesn't have like the names like this one did. They were able to convince, right. like, convince Fox and um, FX to have their uh, prelims cards because
0: and they gave them because free...
1: yeah, like if you can stack a prelim full of just like action fights like this one had, uh, that's going to drive up your pay per view and. If you have like double the, um, double the audience on like FX or Fox, like you're only going to increase your chances of selling, you know.
0: Right, and they delivered a great prelim product, (laughs) (laughs) to to say the least. Um, I guess we'll go through. uh, I read about an hour twenty, but uh, we'll go through definitely some of these prelims (laughs) because
1: (laughs) the very next one because that that was some star making shit.
0: Yeah, so uh, Jason Knight or Hick Diaz, um, <laughs> as you refer to him, uh, he's took, he's on, <laughs> took on took on chess Kelly. Hey, after this fight, there's yeah. no, there's no yeah. disputing. There's and no I think we said
1: compliment. compliment.
0: Right. Huh? A
1: backhanded compliment. is just some straight up. You you are the truth. Shit.
0: Right. And. I think we said it, and I I saw other people say that, you know, this low-key could still fight of the night. I'm sorry.
1: I I, I love the heavyweight fight, because it was a throwback, but this should have been fight of the night.
0: Yeah, this was, um, whew, bond burner, just, yeah, man, I don't, (laughs) Jason Knight, this dude is just stupid tough, just like, He has that like X Factor grit that like you just can't count him out of a fight ever, because he just doesn't. He only knows go. Like there's no, there's never a dull moment. It seems like I I think he's just gonna be one of those guys that win or lose. He's never gonna have a dull moment. And these two just went back and forth, striking, ground game, just. Look at
1: that first round. It was just like MMA chaos. Right. (laughs) who was it? It was Knight getting taken down and then just, like, omoplating his way out. And then, like, you have Skelly just going for, like, the deep half and just, like, rolling to his friggin' back, uh, to, from his back to his stomach to get underneath Knight so he could get up for, like, the so he could stand back up. Like, just, like, yeah, crazy they were shit.
0: Pretty much anything you could do in an MMA fight, they did.
1: And then Knight <laughs> took over the fight.
0: And... Yeah, definitely. Like yeah, second and third, he started to to pour it on. I can't remember how the finishing. I know he finished him. I'm trying to remember Up how exactly he from hell.
1: Oh yeah,
0: because uh, so, yeah, I did rewatch fight. I, just, I can't remember. It was so many fights to watch really... on this card because everything.
1: For the branch fight. Yeah, okay. was um. I want to say he came, he knew, yeah, It got. That he got um Skelly's guard up and then he just threw the upper middle and just like face him. Late hella late stoppage by the way.
0: Okay, yeah, because was this the one he threw an elbow right and the ground yeah. and pound. Yeah, so yeah, he threw uh, like an I, I, elbow. I have the stoppage and...
1: right in me, okay. He throws the jab. Um Skelly throws like a jab to his shoulder for some reason. No, 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 he throws um he throws a left hand from um Southpaw. And follows up with an uppercut, and it just drops Skelly. Like, like, oh yeah, he goes stiff.
0: Yeah, and then the ground up on, Yeah, it, this fight was stopped way late.
1: What's the dude's name? Jason Malolo. Malolo. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh I realize a lot of these roughs too that I saw in this card. I feel like I've never seen before.
1: <laughs> this is a shithole.
0: <laughs> like, from- I don't know sorry where they got the G P S from.
1: You guys have the worst <laughs> refs. We made it from New York from... Um, what was it? Wait? Like, fiasco and like like... Gonzalez's, like, issues with, like... Fight pulled, like... After she made yeah. it, <laughs> No. This
0: is... This is this was worst. Bad.
1: Like, I can't remember. Lawrence Cole. I don't know... Uh, like, I... I don't know if you ever seen this dude in like a boxing match. His name is Lawrence Cole, his dad used to be like on the board, or he was like the um on the he was on the board, he was the director for the um athletic commission in Texas. So, you know, he gets to be mm-hmm. Lawrence Cole gets to dress up and play referee. He is the worst referee. Like <laughs> he see so people look like a freaking competent person. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's not is
1: not on really the C C C list? In all the combat sports.
0: Oh man!
1: Worse than um, what's the yeah, dude's no. name who just got Munoz
0: died? Uh <laughs> oh, no, you talking about Mark Munoz Mark or? Because that was Rosendahl. Uh, Rosendahl
1: worse yeah. than him. God. Yeah, that was a this this dude. I bad. Think it's a lot like you wrong, but um he is terrible
0: <laughs> that's the moral like, of his is doing.
1: terrible he's just like straight up apathetic
0: yeah like after the elbow that nightland like it was clear that skelly was done even before that really but yeah that that i get it i like to see violence but you, that's that's overkill like that you don't the need to see people comes. Yeah, but it's like at, at some point you got like, all right, he's not. There's, there's no response here. He's, he's not.
1: Montavo. 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 Montavo.
0: Yeah, you got. You got to protect the fighters, bro. <laughs> you can't. You can't have people in there just getting killed like that. But shout out to Jason Knight. Another exciting fight. This this dude just he just goes. Uh, he just goes. I'm I'm gonna skip uh, around real quick because I want to mention uh, the James Vick and Marco Polo Reyes. That KO was beautiful. Yeah. I wanna skip um,
1: fuck James Vick, because James Vick is the only reason we see Lloyd Irvin's face in the UFC anymore or in MMA in general. So fuck him.
0: Yeah,
1: that's that's all I have to say about this fight.
0: Nah, so boy.
1: I I straight up hate the fact that J um
0: it's it taken with this motherfucker. Like, I thought that gym like that gym didn't collapse after
1: their fighters left. James Vick and like um Mike Easton's sister, uh Joyner Eubanks stayed. And I think they're his like his biggest two fighters right now. I could be wrong. But yeah, fuck
0: James Vic. Fuck
1: no fuck everything. Literally, there you go. I'm in garbage.
0: Look up the KO though. But as people, yeah, I won't. I won't cosign. <laughs> I will not cosign them as individuals. Yeah, as individuals.
1: Where like there um, are so many just garbage people. Like, Lloyd Irvin is like top three worst people in MMA.
0: Yeah, I honestly didn't think he would still have a gym anymore, but it
1: amazes me. It amazes me that he still does. He still has supporters and defenders and all that other good shit. He, he, he. Oh my god.
0: It happens. It, it wait, happens. Wait, a Tony but... Martin
1: still trains with him. Oh, Tony Martin too. Hmm.
0: Skim into a more courageous uh, fight. I also got to mention Chase Sherman and Rashad Coulter. Um. Forgot you picked a. Uh, we both picked Coulter yes. in this, right? Based on
1: nothing other yeah, than so, Jay Sherman blocking punches with his face.
0: <laughs> right. Sherman looked good in I this mean, fight, man. Yeah. It, well, he, did, he looked he looked pretty he good. Better
1: than he did getting knocked out by Will Harris.
0: Yeah. Which you know, I guess I don't know how much that's saying, but I mean, I, I gotta give him props though. He he battered Coulter with leg kicks. Right. Um, yeah,
1: like that that was hell he impressive. Him
0: impressive. Yeah.
1: Like Rashad, Rashad like, literally, looks like he never and, seen a leg kick before in his life,
0: and literally he had him turning and just like running <laughs> from leg kicks. But I mean, props to Coulter. He he tried to amount uh, what could have been a crazy comeback had he pulled it off, but uh, he ended up eating a pretty nasty KO dude, uh, dude, elbow. You're underselling just... Colter here.
1: He almost knocked out Chase Sherman on one night.
0: He did. He, that would have been like, had he pulled that off, that would have been up there. What was the fight last year? Um, God, well, it was. What was some comeback fights last year? What was it this year? The Elkins. Uh,
1: yeah, Elkins? Elkins. Um, Elkins, Who, Beck-Tick.
0: Beck-Tick. Yeah, like that was almost one of those comeback, like a comeback of that proportion Had he pulled it off, because he was getting beat in that first. And a lot of the second. <laughs> he, he was getting beat on pretty bad. But dude, yeah, a lot of heart to stick in that fight. And still was throwing bombs to the very end. Like you said, definitely caught Chase. was. He almost, he was there, man. The comeback was, it was right there. But he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't close the show. Ended up eating a pretty nasty elbow that bent his leg backward and, yeah, at that point, the rough just kind of, you know, had to step in and save him. But that was an awesome fight, man—a a really awesome fight. But um,
1: heavyweight is like this division where you can still get those like early two thousands Midwest type fights in the UFC, right. where like he's <laughs> thirty and one, like a thirty guys with like zero and two records, and this is one of those type of fights. Where it, it's just like yeah. the best fight to never happen like a Denny's parking lot.
0: <laughs> but shout out, shout out to those guys, man. Like the prelims were fire, man. These, these prelims were.
1: Yeah, shout out to Jay, uh, Chase when you guys first win in the USA.
0: Yeah, in brutal fashion. In very brutal fashion.
1: Um, for a while. Want to see the, the the Jiggly Boys like get like get in each other's face and just throw it down?
0: All right, and that that's, looks like that's pretty much his specialty. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll glance over these last three. Uh, How do you feel about the Courtney Casey and uh? Jack uh Courtney Wright?
1: Casey is like super 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 fun to watch. Uh, her growth will be like incremental, like. She got taken down every time Jessica Aguilar wanted to take her down. And she still managed to beat Jessica Aguilar up because Jessica Aguilar does not know how to defend against the upkick. She was legitimately hurting her, especially with those kicks to like the knee. Um, and she's not a great technical striker, but she puts her hands together like so well. Like just so fast, and she's so big and strong that it just works for her. She yeah, doesn't control where the fight happens, but she's
0: so skilled. There's a lot of raw, a lot of raw talent there. That yeah, she she hones in, sharpens the skills a bit. She legitimately kicked just guards' ass. And yeah, I mean. Jag got takedown, but I like I don't remember really any memorable moments of things that Jag did, other than like she landed that right at the end of the first round, which might have been after the it bell. Was. I can't remember. Yeah, but other than that, she didn't. There was no, there was no type of offense. I mean, you get takedowns, but she didn't really do much. Uh, right, <laughs> didn't do much with him. So yeah, uh, impressive performance from from Casey. Um, uh I'll, I'll quickly gloss over. I actually only watched this fight this morning, um Enrique Barzola and Gabriel True. Benitez. This was a pretty fun pretty fun fight, man. Pretty fun fight. Um Enrique looked good. Enrique uh what? Really? I I like both of them. Um I do think Barzola probably needs to work on the striking. I mean, no, no, no. I got them all mixed up. My bad. Benitez. Hold on, no. Who won?
1: won. I'm confused now was mostly on the strength of the fact that um, he just took down Benjamin
0: whenever he felt like it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going get my t- people t- confused. T- <laughs> but, yeah, that was a, a really good... Uh, I feel like it was kind of a classic case of striker versus a grappler.
1: testament to just how like, solid these tough guys have become after, after the show when they get like, real training camps. Like,
0: training camps, like, yeah.
1: Also, shouts to... Um, you know, man from the homeland, Enrique Barzola, my Peruvian, <laughs> who takes inspiration from Cain Velasquez, Who You know, up jab, take down, put him on the fence, to get him down the ground, constant pressure, that type of deal. Who, yeah, like he said, he got into MMA after seeing a Cain Velasquez fight or something like that.
0: Who, hey I man, it worked.
1: Went on the mic and just said, Give me all your Mexicans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, I did, I missed that. I didn't see the post fight. Oh. Hey okay. man. Get get a man what he wants. He that was that was another fun fight. And, right. <laughs> why why not at this point? And uh quick last mention, uh I'll let you pronounce his name because I I butchered it thirty times That's already. Antigulov
1: uh, submits Yokchem Christensen in the first round
0: a rear naked choke, a
1: choke um, in incredibly simple easy fashion like literally just yeah. took him down took his back and got the choke in dude that's a monster right. choke like, like did you see that squeeze like it did not
0: I don't remember the fight much to be honest uh,
1: all he did was grab his biceps like he just put his arm across his neck and like he squeezed so hard that he eventually like,
0: he... <laughs> that brute that brute gorilla yeah, strength
1: makes which switches like knowing how to grapple so like, Ntegulov won the watch at light heavyweight play. that's two submission wins in a row so basically the next John we'll Jones <laughs> at five eleven. We'll see. And
0: hey man, anybody at two hundred five who can put together any kind of winning streak, I'm in your corner. A we need term, you. Like
1: heavyweight.
0: Right, we need. He'll, he'll be in the rankings next exactly. week. <laughs> we 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 need you. But uh, yeah, that was all of UFC 211 from top to bottom. Um, like I said, other than the Dave Branch fight, this card delivered. In all facets, just brutal violence every fight. Fights with just... fights with
1: like legacy-building moments. Yeah, kind of, um, that you know were just pure spectacle. Prospects,
0: everything, anything you could have asked for. Old it was on guys the getting
1: their chance, you know.
0: Right. <laughs> and, and and more than rising to the occasion um yeah man awesome awesome card just yeah i don't know how you that doesn't get much better than that uh to be honest but we're uh closing in about an hour and 40 oh, wow. minutes so yeah
1: i mean man, i mean it was worth we kinda it. Did so, put it. off a lot of this by um because we've been on the phone for like two hours (laughs) we spent spent literally 40 minutes talking about uh, just mace and like ringtone rappers
0: and that could have been a whole separate podcast (laughs) but um uh i guess i'll I'll kick off uh parting shots and shout outs um i have two of them all right i said i had two but i can't remember okay no actually i got three so I'll, i'll go through them real quick um first parting shout out i'm gonna give to matt jones uh, he is an MMA fighter who fights in front street fights, 12. Uh, that was the event. I'm not familiar with the, with that promotion. Um, but, yeah, he landed a KO of the year candidate, I'm going to say, with a spinning back elbow. Um, if I can find, like, a YouTube link, I will post that in the description. One of the nastiest spinning elbows I've ever seen, like, literally. He landed right on the dude's grill and just his mouth was busted. It was bad, but beautiful elbow. So, shout-outs to him. Uh quick shout outs to Jake Shields who beat uh oh, I forgot what's uh, the guy's Dylan name again? Danis. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Danis uh in a jiu-jitsu matchup. Uh I feel like Jake Shields I, I don't know, it's uh you know, might not be like the most exciting fighter to watch, but I feel like he doesn't get like the Dude, credit. Jake
1: Shields is a legitimate he, top five all time uh, welterweight.
0: Welterweight. Like, like, and if, if, if you're questioning it, you know, look at Jake Shields' resume of just people he's beat. And, the, and people he's fought in general. Like, he hasn't had a lot of easy outings. And... Right.
1: He held wins over, like, four of the top five UFC weights.
0: Right. <laughs> like, Jake Shields, for all intents and purposes, he's that guy, man. You don't have to like how he fights or how he wins fights, but... The resume speaks for itself, man. But well, he and, still
1: does. Right.
0: He has and, beaten
1: Tyron Woodley. He has beaten Robbie Lawler. He has beaten Damian Maya, and he's beaten Carlos Condit. Like,
0: and he's Damian Maya, Damian right. Maya, which not a lot of people, nobody can say they've done. People have beat Damian Maya, but not doing what he did. Like, so shout-outs to him. And um, my last shout-out, because uh, we always, you know, Alright, aside from the Cub and Lobov, uh matchmaking not a fan of that matchmake, but uh Joe Silva who recently got inducted or I guess will be inducted uh into the Hall of Fame, uh, longtime long time UFC matchmaker. I think he left before WME uh, came, right? Left, or did he, he
1: his last fight that he um he made, I wanna say it was in February or March. So uh-huh. he, he, he didn't stick around so, long after the um the announcement, but <laughs> Done like in December, November.
0: Okay, so yeah, I th- thought he wasn't too long ago before he had left. But shout outs to him. Um, yeah, for all the good matches that we've seen, that you know, I mean, he's one of those guys. You know, behind the scenes, is not you don't know him like you know a Dana. You don't, you know, he's not in front of a microphone he's or probably anything more like important that, but.
1: to our like our. Like, if you're a fan, you are probably more in debt to Joe Silva in terms of just, like, really right. good matchmaking, than you are to uh, Dana White.
0: Like, just... Yeah, like, and people Joe, like, like him and Sean yeah, Shelby, and man. He got like, like a bad
1: rep for no reason. Like, he's made some really one-sided fights throughout the years. Mostly as a, just, like, I need to get this fighter a fight or else his contract will be up or he can sue us or, you know, he's gonna, like, this guy needs a paycheck. But, like... He, for the most part, he did, like, a fantastic job.
0: especially yeah.
1: Considering the UFC yeah. was doing, like, 12, 12 to 20 a
0: year, and then he was doing 45 a year. <laughs> right. That's not And, yeah, man, like, and we've said before, like, the UFC lately, well, you know, the, in the last, I can say in a few years, minus a few kind of fights we probably didn't care about, but good job of always, like, getting prospects out there and, making just relevant fights fun fights and he's just been doing that for such a long time and like when people like him leave people like him leave or people like a Sean shelby leave like it's it's kind of important man like you need you need people like that to keep your organization going like and who
1: know everybody on their roster
0: right so huge huge shout outs to him uh not sure what he's... I don't know what he's doing currently, but I'm pretty sure he's well taken care of. I'm pretty sure he's not uh, broke or anything like that. Cashing his checks and <laughs> so, uh, just chilling on his... Like, this is right. a dude
1: who worked from home. Like The UFC wanted him so badly that they let him work from, like, Virginia.
0: Uh, he got the job done. He, he definitely got the job done. So, yeah, uh, huge, huge shout-out to Joe Silva. Well-deserved um, inductee. Uh you got a, you got anybody? Uh, since you
1: got three, I'll do three. Um just to regional MMA. Um there's some big cards going down, uh L F A twelve Friday. Um, NFC forty four on uh, UFC Fight Pass also this Friday will feature um Jose Shorty for the title moving up from Flyweight to fight um Farka, uh Farkad Sheropov. And Jizzy And Invicta FC returns this Saturday. We'll be on at eight o'clock Eastern Time. Has Vanessa Porto and Agnieszka Niedwiet in the main event in a flyweight fight. Considering that the flyweights are going to be moving to the UFC soon for a Tough 26. Um, maybe something worth keeping your eye out for if you're not you know the normal Invicta fan, because there's going to be more than one flyweight fight on this card. Uh, Roxanne Modafferi, Sarah Delelio, and of course Andrea KGB Lee will also be on the card. Um, also Bellator 140, uh, Bellator 179, making his MMA de- uh, his Bellator debut against Paul Daly. So that is freaking awesome. And he gets the winner of Douglas Lima uh Lorenz Larkin. So th- which will be happening next month at Bellator one eighty. So that's awesome too. Um shouts to kickboxing Glory forty one this Saturday in uh, Holland. Er, Robin Van Roosmalen, and Rico Verhoeven. So that's really awesome.
0: Always good to see uh Ross Mullen. <laughs> Just tank his way through people,
1: dude. At Featherway, it's gonna be so hard for them to find somebody without stealing.
0: What? Yeah, I don't see anybody out there dude, touching. Dude, I was <laughs>
1: Fairtex away from K1 or something. Um, right. Last shout out, Glow. The Netflix series. I finally saw the, released a the trailer recently. It might have been today, actually. I don't actually know. But you're a fan of professional wrestling. If you're a fan of women's professional wrestling, if you're a fan of '80s wrestling, if you're a fan of Allison Bree, Andy from Community. Yeah, this might be for you. It's on June 23rd, I think.
0: I saw somebody post a link. I just wasn't familiar with it, but uh, yeah, I've seen people be pretty hype about Man, it. I
1: am so freaking hyped. It has Wrestling,
0: yeah, I'll have to check it out then. I saw somebody post it, but yeah, I wasn't familiar with it, so I didn't look at it. But I'll I'll have to check it if
1: you watch professional wrestling at all. Like, if you've ever seen it, it
0: might be all right. I'll definitely definitely give that a look. Each
1: of the glow performers had her own rap song, personalized lyrics using the same backing track. Oh my god. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they went all in this
1: was, this was like this is legit glow each had their own their own rap track amazing uh,
0: might might be a hit there's a
1: wrestler on this show. I'm trying to figure out who it is <laughs> yeah, oh my god it is Ox Riley
0: so out of loop with wrestling now I couldn't I couldn't tell you yeah. oh god you
1: know they're trying to get like a really famous and then he had like a controversy, or like they found out he's kind of insane. Uh, why why this I was I going to say Don Cena? No, Scott Steiner. It makes no sense <laughs> because if you know anything about Scott Steiner, you don't want him we're near women.
0: <laughs> Big Papa Pump. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Probably not anybody, anybody who's listening to this would probably remember anyway, but still awesome. Look forward to it, should
0: Look forward to it, yeah. So, a lot, a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, yeah, those cars going down. Next UFC car, we got Gustafson and Teixeira, which was oh, the only fight. Well, not the only fight, I
1: think there was one other one that was really
0: good, yeah not a lot of the rest of that card is a whole lot to talk about, but yeah, at the same time, a lot of those cards that don't have stars on paper still end up being pretty good, so. <laughs> 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 well, we'll see. Oh,
1: but, Pedro uh... Munoz is fighting. Yay.
0: Alright, that's oh, something. Yeah. There we go. That's
1: something. I-, I don't know if I should save it or I- I'm going to say now. Why is Merbeck Tysimov fighting on freaking prelims in Sweden? The man, Tysimov. Uh he is a lightweight. He is one, two, three, four, five and one with four kills in the UFC. And the UFC just seems to refuse to give him, like, better competition. I don't know why. His only huh? loss is Michel Prever- Prezeris, who the guy who just, like, choked out Josh Bergman. I don't, like, I don't get why well, he's fighting on a prelim in Sweden on a card that where he could have easily been on the main, Bought someone and given us like a new match. Oh, also Volkan Ozdemir and Misha Serkinov.
0: All right, so we got we got little, little sprinkles of <laughs> little sprinkles of somebody. It's not like there aren't Uh-oh. people on this
1: card to like like keep an eye out for like Tysimov, Munoz, yeah. um, Abdul Razak Hassan. Uh, Misha Serkin out. And Darren Till. Dude.
0: Oh, so we got, all right, we got some, we got some, we got some people going. (laughs) Speaking Englishman. Well, we'll see how that, that turns out. That main event, I know is going to hurt my heart either way, but that's, we'll wait till that happens. I almost hope that, I I just don't want to see Gus get flatlined, but yeah, okay. We'll save that till when we when we cross that bridge, but uh yeah, um yeah, uh got this episode coming out, and then I'll be releasing some other episodes, hopefully by the end of this week also I'm gonna try to at least do one more um episode, so uh if you guys haven't already, uh just go to your Facebook search bar, type in dodo talk podcast, hit that like button, tell a friend of a friend, tell your coworkers. And such keep us off the street from selling drugs to your aunt and turn her into a heroin addict. Like you that.
1: know, that's. I mean, that's not a threat, but we'll do it.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Give us a good reason to keep doing these episodes every Who week. One of them
1: through your gar- garbage, like.
0: Right, that's not good. We need to. We need to stay productive citizens. And if you take the podcast away, um, we'll do I'm, probably not so I mean, productive yeah, like,
1: things. Like, like for all you and, guys know. The only thing keeping me from stealing your TV is this podcast.
0: All right. So, for every time you don't, for every time you scroll and you don't hit like, that's a TV stolen, and that's a brick of drugs sold and, to somebody and, and the in, brick. Your in your and family. And your family. to through
1: your other TV if you have one. Like, I'm just going to throw right. bricks at it. I don't even want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, hit the like. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I'll leave all those good links and stuff uh, in the description below. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for for sticking around. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys who have liked the Facebook page. So um, so far. But yeah, this is a. Uh, has been another episode of the Dojo Talk podcast. As always, when people are being kicked and or punched in the face, we'll be there to talk about it. And hopefully, we see you guys soon. Yeah.